Thank you for joining me on another episode of Couple Collective. On this episode, I'm going to self-reflect. There's not going to be an intro. I'm not going to say drop that, well, drop that beat. I guess I just did. And I'm not going to have an outro. I'm just going to reflect on the podcast and what I've learned to date. Again, Couple Collective was started as my way to collect stories from couples to understand their path to making their relationship work. I wanted a platform where I can learn from other couples and have open conversations with them and also give you or whoever's listening an opportunity to learn from couples as well. And through that, you know, it's really helping. It's really helping me to have these conversations with couples and learn about, you know, what has made their relationship successful, how they got from the start to the beginning and how they continue on. And you notice I didn't say end there because, you know, there's there's really no end, right? I mean, yes, relationships do end or they can end, but in terms of defining success, you know, that's really for the couple. It's not necessarily fixated on a certain amount of time, but it's whether or not you guys accomplish what you set out to do. And that's one thing that I've definitely learned. And, you know, early on in episodes three and four with Jack and Jess, They talked about financial goals and how they were able to work together to achieve them. And that reigned very true for what Emily and I were trying to do or are trying to do in purchasing this home. The one thing that I didn't think about in that conversation or even after listening to it many times afterwards was that, yes, it is about setting a goal and accomplishing it together, but it's also about the journey in which it takes for you to accomplish that goal. We're currently in escrow, and I might be jinxing it by saying this, but I really don't care. What I've learned through this process is that Emily and I can really set a goal and work towards it together and do everything that it takes in order for us to get there. Now, it's pretty much out of our hands at this point, but if things don't work out with the house, I think we know that we're capable of a lot. You know, early on in our relationship, the only the only real test of, you know, how well we work together was through competition, you know, at, you know, different family events. We went to Hawaii with her family and we played spike ball against her uh, sister and her future brother-in-law. And that was a great time. And, we, you know, we both being competitive, you know, they're very competitive as well. You know, we learned that we can work together and communicate in a sports-like environment. Now, with this house, you know, this is kind of like that second checkbox of, you know, when we set a large goal together, we can work towards doing it together. And so with our relationship, you know, things are going really, really well. You know, in addition, speaking with my parents and, you know, the longevity of their relationship and and how, you know, they came to be and how they raised my sister and myself, you know, it's definitely a model that I want to shape our relationship off of. Um, But at the same time, you know, we'll make it our own. It's definitely a different time um, of day now than it was when my parents grew up and, you know, pretty much were together since high school. And, you know, through their relationship, through the relationship of even Emily's parents, I think we have good models, but I think there's going to be challenges that we face that they haven't faced that, you know, we need to take on ourselves. And so I'm really excited for, for that portion of our journey as well. And with Aaron and Matt and their relationship, it was, it was really cool to, 
hear how they essentially grew into each other, right? They were both young and immature when they first met, but they grew into each other and they had the wherewithal to end it when it wasn't right. But then they always found themselves going back to each other. And I love the fact that they see themselves as the strongest couple that they know. It's not something that they're saying because they think they're better than other couples. They're saying it because they've been through a lot. They've worked their butts off to be you know, where they are. And I'm excited to uh, stay close with them as friends, of course. And then also just to see the evolution of the relationship over time. And with the episode with Courtney and Paxson, you know, two of my favorite people, both individually and as a couple, it was great for me, even being friends with them, to learn more about, you know, how they went from being friends to going through the relationship and then ultimately deciding to uh, do their marriage in the way that they did and celebrate with their families, friends and family in the way that they did. That was awesome to hear, but I'm also very, very excited for part two when they come back and they talk a little bit deeper about challenges that they faced uh, race related as well as the challenge of trying to get pregnant and having a miscarriage and I think it's crazy important for people to just talk about things when they go through them because there's always somebody else out there that might that's going through you know something similar and you know I love the two of them for coming back and being open to that so I will try my best to get that to you as soon as possible to my relationship with Emily, in all honesty, things are going great. I already touched on, you know, our ability to work towards a goal together. And, you know, I'm starting to realize that the times that we do have disagreements are usually centered around the fact that we wish we could be spending that time that we're apart together. So, for example, you know, we both work in a sales capacity for our jobs, which means that we have client meetings, client events work travel, as well as, you know, morale events within our respective teams. And, you know, oftentimes where we have a disagreement, it's more of like, oh, I thought you were coming home at this time, right? Oh, I thought we were doing this tonight, but you have this. And so what I realize is that, you know, I will take those disagreements or misunderstandings all day, every day, because I know it's really rooted in the fact that, you know, damn, I wish I could just be with Emily right now, but actually it gives me more time to work on this podcast when she has other things going on or, you know, when I'm, I'm traveling for work, then I can kind of reflect on, you know, what I'm learning from these couples and, and, and how I can apply it to the growth and the development of our relationship. With that said, there's a lot of exciting things to come with the podcast. Um, next week, as I mentioned, Sean's going to be back and we're going to be talking about the new I do. Um, which is a book that I definitely recommend that all read. And if you haven't seen it already, I've actually launched a library on the website. So it's couplecollective.com slash library, where you can purchase different books that I recommend, Sean recommends, or you know some of my friends have recommended to me um, of what's helped them as they approach their relationship. And you'll notice that they drive to Amazon, which means, yes, I do get um, an affiliate fee from you purchasing it through the link. You can do that or you cannot. Um, if you do that though, I do get a cut of it. So it will help to support future episodes of the podcast. Also, I have a coworker whose wife is a sex therapist and she has agreed to come on to the podcast. So I need to schedule time with her, but I'm excited to have her on, not just because I want to play salt and pepper. Well, I guess I don't know what it'll take to get the rights to that song, but either way, there'll be some humming or some few lyrics here or there that I drop. Um, but I'm excited to talk to her as well. 
And then, you know, with the stories from couples, they're great. But I am going to try to challenge myself to dive a little bit deeper into some of the challenges and um, roadblocks that they face in the relationship because I want you guys to learn more and more from that. And then lastly, you know, I had a great conversation with my sister. I believe it was last week. She was coming over to pick up um, stuff for her dog, which is neither here nor there. But, you know, she was talking about how she was listening to the episodes and gave me some feedback on them. And, you know, she was talking about um, her past and she's currently single. And I was like, I should get you on the podcast. And she was like, well, it's called Couple Collective. And I'm like, yes, but the idea is it's to help people in their approach to relationships. And, you know, yes, a lot of that might come from hearing stories from successful couples, but I think it's also good for all to hear stories from singles and what might be preventing them from getting over that hump. And then, you know, seeing if there's resources through Sean, um, through my uh, coworker's wife or through other experts that can help them to get over the hump. And, you know, those are things that I definitely want to share with you as well. So she has agreed to come onto the podcast. I think there's a particular book that she wants to read before she does so we can discuss it. With that said, I'm excited for this journey to continue. You can engage with me on my social platforms at Couple Collective. I'm at Couple Collective everywhere but Twitter. Drop the E and you'll find me. And also, please subscribe if I'm bringing you valuable content. I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google, as well as Anchor, which is this awesome platform um, that allows for me to bring you content. And in fact, you can actually leave me a, a voice message on, on Anchor, which I'm excited about. And shout out to C for doing so. I'll get back to you shortly. Um, but until next time, and as always, much love.